21 minutes after 7. Good evening. Thank you so much for having joined us. Illegal mining is a critical challenge in South African mining and definitely in the mining and in the mineral industry. And in response, the Mineral Resources and Energy Minister, Minister Kwedemantashi, on the 30th of March, published the Artisanal and Small-Scale Mining Policy 2022 for implementation. In conversation to, to somewhat look at that process and somewhat of you know, interventions and activities and programs that have been deployed to Mpumalang and various parts of the country to somewhat deal or combat illegal mining. I'm joined by the director in criminal investigations, Dade Shedrenkuna of the Department of Mineral Resources. He joins us on the line. Dade Nkuna, good evening. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, good evening, Mr. to you and your, your listeners. Yeah. Dade Nkuna, it's almost four months since the policy was published. I mean, from where you sit, any noticeable developments that you are privy to and somewhat that you know? I mean, talk us through those developments as far as the, um, you know, the artisanal and small-scale mining policy uh, 22 for implementation. No, uh, Moussa, thank, thank you very much for having us. As far as I'm, I'm concerned, um, the artisanal mining policy um there is a it, it's it's still a bill uh and it has not yet been um, um passed as an act by by parliament sure so i, I understand what the what the objectives are yeah. but at this stage we are at a point where it's still a bill it's still being considered by various stakeholders uh, like your your public participation mm. And as and when it is it is signed by by the president into law, yeah. that is when the the objectives of such 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 a bill at this stage. Yeah. Uh, that's when we'll be in a position to say uh, the objectives uh, of artisanal mining policy at this stage has mm-hmm. been realized or not. Yeah. So at this stage, yeah, it, it's still a bill. I suppose then let's zone into your office. You know what you also mandated to do. I mean. Talk us through the numbers there. How many have you arrested so far in Pumalang as far as illegal mining or, or some cases that the department is investigating? I understand that you might not arrest but investigate. And, you know, talk us through then, you know, how prevalent, you know, the illegal mining is in Pumalang. Because I just had a conversation now with the Portfolio Committee chairperson. He seeks to suggest that, you know, operations around the gold operations, particularly in, in Pumalang, you look into places like Barberton, they seem to be more violent. They yield more violence than those operations that deal with coal. No, it is it is true. We, although I may not have the specific number um, of hand, but um, I can confirm to you that we've got instances of um, illegal mining in, in in commodities such as gold and coal uh, in Babaten, in Whitbank. Uh, and various other areas around uh, Mpumalanga. And uh, in some instances, yes, it is accompanied by people who are highly armed. Um, so we are, we are quite aware of that. And uh, the department has always uh, availed itself to respond to such situations mm. um, in those uh, affected areas. Yeah. Babukuna, let's talk about programs that the department has employed 
to somewhat combat illegal mining because it also threatens the safety of residents around some of those mining operations. It is, Mpumalanga is not an isolated um, incident when it comes to safety concerns around the issues of um, illegal mining. Um, I'm sure you'll be aware that uh, in areas like um, Kauteng, currently, in gold uh, mining operations, there's been a lot of violence, and the Minister of Police, together with the Minister of Minerals and Energy, has um, intervened to, show, to ensure that there is sanity in that particular area. Mm-hmm. So, what we've done as a department, like in any other area where we report, or I mean, we receive um, reports of illegal mining, we work together with the South African Police Services. Uh, in instances where it's an operational mine fully licensed, we also work together with the mine security to identify perpetrators of illegal mining and uh, those identified to be behind uh, this syndicate are arrested and brought to book. If you, just join, yes. if you just join in the conversation, I'm chatting to the Director in Criminal Investigations in the Department of Mineral Resources, Ntadeshe Drinkuna. We're talking about illegal mining. And you might have seen Pumalanga on the news now and uh, some of the stories that we've been covering as far as just the abuse that is associated with those who are practicing such this uh, criminal activities. Ntadeshe Drinkuna. Let's maybe look into what the Human Rights Watch found. I mean, they found about 800 abandoned cold mines in the province of Pumalanga. And you'd remember that in 2016, there were these two boys in the Msugalikwa local municipality area who drowned in an abandoned mine. You know, as a department, what then becomes your call to action when such incidences are reported? We, Musa, you, you see, um, abandoned mines, um, although I don't want to go into details, it's, it's a historical issue. Uh, maybe if you can give me an indulgence, yeah. uh, I'll try to explain uh, what actually led to abandoned, I mean, abandoned and drilled mines that pose um, hazard to the nearby communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, pre-1994, when somebody applied for a mining license. There was no need to make financial provisions for rehabilitation when the lifespan of, of the mine had come to an end. Mm. So we've got those mines that were mined prior to that, and then the owners are nowhere to be found. There is no one who will take responsibility for that. And uh, as a result, there are open holes that pose danger to society. Um, as of now, we've got 6,100 um, abandoned mines in the country. Mm. Uh, the department in the past financial year has closed 42 um, uh, abandoned mines or shafts. Um, but the budget that the department needs to close all those um, shafts is about 49 billion rand which uh, um, I, I, 
I understand that that money may not be readily available as of now. So the the program will be phased in year after year. I understand that the community might be might might feel hard done by, but the reality is there is no money available currently to attend to all those six thousand one hundred open shafts. But where people, members of the community, identify open shafts, what we encourage them to do is liaise with the department um, through our contact number that I might even provide to you at a later stage so that uh, it can be reported and the assessment will be done so that the department will de- because there is a priority there is there is high priority there is medium priority and there is low priority the, an assessment will be done by relevant, relevant officials within the department who will determine whether that particular issue is the high priority or not mm-hmm. but um, i think what i can tell your listeners musa is that um, there is 6100 open shafts that we are aware of currently as the department. So I I understand and I agree that in some instances, for whatever reason, there may be shafts that maybe uh, we may not necessarily be aware of. So we encourage members of of the public to be in conversation with the, I mean, to liaise with the department so that uh, it can be brought to our attention and necessary arrangement be made to rehabilitate that particular area. Yeah. And let's wrap up with this one then. Uh, I mean, Somewhat the department's officials have been flagged to somewhat, you know, collude with some of these illegal miners. I mean, upon the investigations that you are doing as an office or as a unit in the Department of Mineral Resources and Energies Department, you know, are you somewhat also investigating your very own people or that is left out to subs? No. Um, what It will be a multidisciplinary approach, uh, Musa. And what we have always encouraged members of public to do, as and when they become aware of activities uh, and towards the dark uh, conducted by our members, they are always encouraged to come to the department and report such practices. I can tell you, Musa, that is something that we, if it is proven and if it's found to be true, that is something that as the department will frown upon. Mm. So uh, people are encouraged to go as high as the director general of the department to report such malpractices. They can also go as high as the minister. Uh, if they feel like they want to approach members of the South African police services to report such incidents of corruption and collusion, uh, between illegal miners and uh, officials from our department, mm-hmm. they should feel free. They should feel free to do so. But it is something that is a conduct that we we don't encourage, um, and it should not be happening mm-hmm. in the first place. Yeah, uh, Unfortunately, that's the time I, I, I had for you this evening. I really want to thank you, Mtumtala, for availing yourself and just you know agreeing to speak to us around some of the you know the work that your office. Uh, you know, do and as well as just the multi approach of the department. Really appreciate that. No, it's my pleasure. Okay. Director in the Criminal Investigation Unit of the Department of Mineral Resources and Tatehia Dragon Kuna talking to us around illegal mining.
in the country and as well as zoning into the province, saying that there's over 6,000 abundant mines in the country. The Human Rights Watch flagged about 800 abandoned coal mines in the province of Mpumalang. 